Media Talks, the podcast that helps to better understand the world of media and video advertising. Hello and welcome to Media Talks, a new series of podcasts brought to you by Freewheel. I am Emmanuel Josson, Senior Director, Brand, Agency and Industry Relations. I also lead the Freewheel Council for Premium Video as well as the Comcast Advertising Agency Leadership Council in Europe. During the next 15 minutes, we'll explore together with our guests the, the challenges and opportunities that we in the media industry are experiencing today. As we discuss, we will delve into some important issues, opportunities, or market trends that are unfolding, and try to better understand the world of media and video advertising. Today, I am thrilled to welcome Tim Wilcox. Tim is a programmatic expert, having spent the last 15 years in various spy-side programmatic and commercial ventures. Most recently, Tim was the managing director of the centralized programmatic hub at Dentsu, and he is now advising various buy-side media clients to help them better understand and navigate the complex universe of programmatic video. Tim, welcome, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation. We're very excited to have you here and be our first guest. So, Tim, TV has radically changed particularly over the last sort of past five years, and, and while linear TV remains the backbone of the television experience for much of the audiences, the new TV is here. And, and, and what I mean by new TV is this sort of convergence or, or blend of linear and digital, where TV is now connected, addressable, and on demand. So I just wanted to open up here and have your, your take on this. And in your views, how do you see the world of TV in all its form evolving yeah i think we've um we we've definitely seen that um tv um in its addressable form is now becoming uh an option for advertisers that previously had a a digital only focus purely because of the way that they um are, are looking to utilize um technology and, and data um, but it's also becoming much more accessible for, um, you know, the so-called smaller advertisers who uh, have less money to spend on on TV advertising, or maybe it's not relevant to have, you know, national advertising across every part of uh, a region. So, you know, I think what we're seeing uh, for sure is is um, that budget being spent. Uh, in smaller areas, but actually, it's 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 you know it's a higher cost price, of course, per you know per unit, so to speak. But it means that it's more accessible by a lot more a lot more brands, um, and I think that's what we're seeing. And we're seeing businesses who do have traditional linear budgets also merge that with um, CTV budgets to, to to make their money go that much further. And obviously, they can look at um you know combining ctv with the linear to get you know a full idea as to where their money's going so talking about budget and um and, and moving to connected tv specifically 
we've seen oh, those moving those budgets, as you were saying, sort of moving to the to to connected TV, uh, and due to some of the benefits that it offers, and particularly targeting. But there's also very there's still a very sort of small budget, and it seems like marketers are a little timid as regard to CTV, and they're not sort of fully embracing the benefits of CTV. How should marketers think about CTV to reap its benefits? I understand uh, why marketers are um, a bit timid in this space because I don't think they have a full understanding of what is out there. I don't. It's not. It's not their fault. Um, but what should they be doing? They should be asking more questions. I think around well, what is available. How can I combine uh, CTV with my linear budget? Um, you know, we've we've seen and I, we've talked about in the past that that advertisers are not really converting um, linear TV budget into CTV, but actually what, what I've seen is a move away from TV into digital and then conversely digital budgets being moved into CTV or elements of it at least. So I think what they should be doing is, is asking, right, if we've got an omnichannel campaign, how can we have um, a CTV campaign combine with you know video display and potentially other forms of uh, uh, of advertising how can we have that as one campaign that is all linked together and i think that's going to be where they see the benefit eventually is they you know they can use the same creatives across all of those uh forms or at least you know something similar um and, and and that's where they're going to see the value because, you know, they're not going to have to create lots of different creatives. They should be able to use the same or at least forms of the same creative. Um, and they need to they need to be asking, how do we adapt this to uh, to utilize this across multiple mediums? OK, yeah, it's more so an, an integrated approach um, to their media plan. Yeah, absolutely. Going into deeper into the sort of the programmatic uh, realm, uh, where display inventory is largely traded programmatically, there's only a very small fraction of premium video inventory, which is traded programmatically today. Um, we're also seeing a sort of a, a, an increase in up, up, uh, in in uh, in appetite to reach very specific audience. But why? Um, when most of the technology is ready, the market not yet realizing the full programmatic potential. What do you think needs to happen for sort of programmatic to flourish, particularly in the world of uh, sort of premium video? I think, I mean, this is probably an extension really to the, 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 the point we were just talking about. And that's, you know, that um, advertisers don't have a full understanding of what the offerings are um, and where's the value coming in. And again, that's not down to them i think it's um it's down to publishers and broadcasters to make clear what their offerings are um you know for example i'm still uh, i've still seen bvod treated as an added value piece which is fine but are advertisers aware that that's what's happening you know i, I don't know because we don't actually talk about it very much um so i think you know there needs to be that piece around um, what's the offering, make it really clear and really simple. What is the offering, um, to the advertisers? And I think there's got to be a lot of education around this as well, because 
you know, I'm I'm seeing a lot of uh, releases from the likes of ISBA um, and ANA around, um, you know, where where programmatic is. But actually, I think uh, there are a lot of advertisers out there that are doing a lot of really great stuff in this space. And to be honest, they're, they're, they're you know, they're starting to streak away um, and others who are really not asking the right questions are standing still or even falling behind. So, you know, that education piece is really important for advertisers. Um, they need to ask more questions and I, you know, it's totally fine for them to, to not know the answer and, and to lean on others. And there are loads of great partners out there, free will included that can help, um, in making these, uh, areas a lot more simplistic. But uh, yeah, there's, this is true. There's, there, there needs to be a sort of a closer collaboration um, and education on the uh, advertiser side. Um, I wanted to move on. We, you and I had this conversation some, some time ago about the commoditization of the industry. Um, and if I remember well, you had this view that too much attention is being given to viewability which is, uh, you know, a, a decent measure, but it's not, there was not enough focus on the output. And I just want to, if you can expand on this, yeah. what did you mean by this? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, with, within my experience of an agency group, I, you know, I, I've seen far too many occasions where um, a client or a prospective client is being advised to focus on quality uh, of the campaigns and the advice that they're given is the way that they can not guarantee, but but ensure that there is a form of quality is by aiming for high levels of viewability. Now, the problem with that is that, you know, you would get said uh, advertiser focusing on viewability with very little else in mind, um, because that's what they were being advised to do. However, um, they were also being advised that, right, okay, if if you're aiming for, and I'm, you know, you know, I'll use examples where, you know, if, if you're aiming for 90% viewability, X is the price. If you aim for 80% viewability, Y is the price, et cetera, et cetera. And they wanted to know the price points of every viewability deliverable so that they can then um, look on a like-for-like -like basis across the agency groups. Now, the problem for me about that is when you're pitching a piece of business, you're not likely to um, see the benefit for at least six months. And then you've got 12 months because normally those price points are for 12 months. But as soon as the six months kicks in, i.e. you onboard the client, those, a lot of those price points are out of date because, you know, we, we're moving in quite an agile part of the industry, which is still predominantly biddable, even with, even with programmatic guaranteed. But even programmatic guaranteed itself, you know, it comes down to the demand overall and different fluctuations during the course of the year so for example in you know in in july you're going to have a different price point to in november or december and there was very little understanding of of this in my opinion um and 
a, you know, just like a, a one size fits all and focus on price. And there should really be more of a focus on what is the output we want to achieve. You know, for example, I've seen some great ads at the bottom of pages where, and I say at the bottom of a page, it, it, it's at the bottom of the page because what you're reading is a review on a product. And if said review on product is, well, whether it's good or bad, actually, you could technically have a competitive product uh, sitting at the bottom of the page. And I would argue the engagement level is going to be quite high. The viewability is going to be poor. There's no doubt about that, but the engagement level could be high. So actually what you'll end up finding is a, is a piece of inventory like that will be quite cheap to buy. And the return, depending on where it's bought, of course, could potentially be really good. So the outcome should be the focus on a type of inventory like that. And it's not really getting enough attention. So that's what I mean by the commoditization of the industry. It's just been too focused purely on price and trying to look at an area which really doesn't determine the absolute quality of the campaign. It should purely be about the outcome. What does the advertiser want as the outcome? It's got to be about engagement with the product. That for me is like the overall uh critical part of the campaign oh well yes very clear to sort of the, the the value um rather than you know focusing on the price but rather on the on the value and the and the, the true outcome of that uh, campaign um okay so we're almost at the end of our discussion uh, already but before we go i just wanted to ask you a one final question something a little different uh could you say something you feel very strongly about? Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for asking. Um, so something I feel really uh, passionate about is um, is people, because we are a people-focused industry. Obviously, part of that that's had very heavy um, focus in the past 18 months uh, is diversity and inclusion. Um, but an area that I feel really strongly about is within that, there's very little being talked about or even done for those with disabilities, hidden or not. Um, and a lot of events um, that I've attended in the past are not set up for those with disabilities to attend. And, you know, we've, we're seeing people leaving the industry we're not doing an awful lot to introduce, um, and I say this carefully, but in inverted commas, new people into the industry, we're not doing enough. We're still recruiting, I think, broadly the same types of people into the industry. And there's no reason why we can't support everybody. You know, it has to be a fully inclusive industry. Um, so it's an area that I feel really strongly about, like why aren't we doing more for people with disabilities? Um, so I hope that answers your question. I, absolutely. And I could not agree more with you, uh, Tim. Uh, I, this is such an important issue and something we should all be a lot more conscious about. Uh, and there's certainly a lot more that we should be doing. Um, and if you know, we focus on, on the diversity, there's the equity, but there's also the, uh, the inclusion. And I think that's certainly uh, something we, we need to work on. 
uh, as an industry. Yeah, absolutely. This is all we have time for today. Tim, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk to us and sharing some of your thoughts. Thank you for having me. And uh, to you, listener, thank you for tuning in. We're looking forward to our next Media Talk session. This time we'll hear the perspective from a programmer. Until then, goodbye. Media Talks, the podcast that helps to better understand the world of media and video advertising.